You're listening to the Rogers Sporting Goods Podcast with Patrick Fisher, Chandler Smith, and Josh from Outdoor Limits. In this podcast, we'll touch on everything from gear to ducks to deer, turkey and fishing. From field to table, let's dive in. During this podcast, we discuss many of the new Rogers hard baits and soft plastics you can find online and in store. If you want to see exactly what we are talking about, make sure to head over to the Rogers Sporting Goods YouTube channel and follow along. Also, don't forget to subscribe to our channel so you never miss out on any content. So, I haven't hit the water yet this year, but it's been kind of... You haven't been out yet? Nope. Have you been out yet? Nope. Fishing? I haven't been out yet, but that's okay. Because I know someone that has been out. (laughs) Um... Which, if you uh, if you've come by the store, and if you've ever been to the store in the hunting department, Blake works in the hunting department, and uh, so I got to meet his dad over the last couple years, and got to know him. Our guest we're having on today, and uh, um, he loves the fishing so i know he's been out on the water which we'll get into um but uh so we wanted to bring him on with uh a lot of stuff coming up and spring's right around the corner and uh it wasn't the first day of spring the other day yesterday technically yesterday yeah yesterday so happy spring it was you know a week week ago when we post this podcast but yeah we were talking earlier about uh like i i'm just kind of a casual fisherman and so for me fishing starts like april really a little bit nicer weather crappie fishing maybe i do a little walleye at night something on the dam and then we said unless you're like a a tournament guy or a pro or you know hardcore those guys have already started (laughs) so yeah we, we never stop they're already freezing out there that's why they make the cold gear, uh, yeah, fishing bibs and jacket. Yep. So Under Armour, Armour Under Armour cold gear. Oh my gosh! You just <clears> layer <throat> up. Yep. Like Steve, they just had their tournament. They're like a this last weekend, right? High school was right. at the high school at Lake yeah. of the Ozarks. Yeah. Jeez. Because you had just been down there. Yeah, I'd been down there fishing, and then uh, Shannon and her daughter went down. Yep. And so, and Steve was like, it was brutal. It was rainy, cold. They just and had... She, they, did uh, go, they did good, though. Yeah. And then Aaron, or not Aaron, Anthony, Anthony. sorry. I was like... Just fished with Kyle for the Joe Bass. Oh, yeah. Was at Lake of the Ozarks. He... Um, actually, I could tell you I real know, quick, because he just posted about it. Yeah. I know 20 pounds won. 20 pounds. And that was Lake of the Ozarks, correct? Yeah. Man. Yeah, last Sunday. Um, 20 pounds won, and then it dropped off really yeah. quick. Let's like see. Fourth, fourth place was 11. Um, temperature hovering around, let's see, uh, 19 degrees. Nice. Uh, Anglers took tip? off from the Shawnee Bend ramp at 7, returned to 3. A lot of short fish reported being caught. Um, shout out to the team of 
Let's see. I keep Lawson Hibden Fishing and Hibden Joe Weiberg or Weiberg. Yeah. Yep. And they had a first place bag of just over twenty pounds. Jeez. Which was uh, with the big bass of the day at six five one. There you go. So, who knows? Yeah, I keep a daily on the water temp down there. Yeah. So right now it's forty five to forty eight, forty nine degrees this That's week. That's good. So, what's the? Close. Yeah. What's the? Uh, what's the temp for like when it's really hitting you, off? I'll tell you what. If you can get that temperature around fifty. Uh, to be stable. Now, there's a difference between 50 and not stable and 50 and stable. Yeah. Uh, you get 50 degrees stable and uh, look out. Um, things will fire up. Those fish will fire up, move to the bank. And uh, uh, the problem is now, why a lot of people are struggling, what we ran into at uh, Grand in Oklahoma is it's 45 and then it'll get up to 50, and we'll get a cold front. It'll yeah. go down to 45, so the fish are kind of confused on what they want to do. But, you know, you get her up, you know, 50 stable, and uh, they'll move up quick and start biting. Yeah. And that's starting – is that kind of starting, though, the pre-spawn, or are we talking about uh, – Pre. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Pre-spawn. Like, we're, we're kind of getting there. Are yeah. we close? Well, we just need some sunshine. Yeah. I mean, it's – you know, with spring April coming, we're gonna get more more sun throughout the day, and it's gonna it's gonna hold at 50, and then just start rising. Yeah, and then yeah. once it gets around upper 50s to 60, they'll they'll start doing their thing and spawning. Mm. Yeah. So, Pat, you, you said you said Blake's dad, but you didn't say no. You didn't fully yeah. Introduce so him I'm gonna here. fully give you. But if you've been to the store, you've probably met Blake back in the hunting department. So his dad was gracious enough to come on. His name is Greg Prophet. Uh, he lives in the Kansas City area, and I think we're on year two, I believe. Um, he is a major league fishing pro for the Toyota Series Plains Division. Yep. Did I miss anything? No. Is that correct? That's it. So yeah. um, with fishing around the corner, we wanted to bring him on, oh, yeah. talk a little fishing, talk uh, some of the new Rogers baits coming out, talk about the fishing event coming up. Uh so he's a he's a great person to have in the area uh, that knows a heck of a lot more than me <laughs> about catching fish. So um, and we can always learn something yeah. new, new tips and tricks, or or look in the old school uh, magazine from Steve's dad and we'll run it back to old Big Jim, you know. And uh, check out some of his stuff. So I feel like 45 degrees of the Ozarks. I've been down there and caught some really good jerkbait fish over the years. It's been been a few years since I've been down there. But uh, and then same thing with Grand. We used to go to the Classic at Grand. What was that? Eight years ago, they had 14. I think 2014 was the first. I remember we were there chasing people around when Cliff Pace won it. Yeah, I was there. You were there. Yeah, we're doing the same thing. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah. That was when Mike Iaconelli was, I think he had a fit or something. He at threw, a dog. At a dog barking on the dock. Yeah, and, at a dog and then barking. he broke his trolling motor and had to jump boats into another boat oh, or something. Like that. Was, <laughs> that was a mess. We actually got to see that. And then there was a houseboat watching Mike Iaconelli. Oh, wow. Like, jamming music. Like, it wasn't like a nice houseboat either. It was like a, a tugboat. A, a <laughs> Oklahoma barge. I don't know. And it was quite interesting. He was not having a good day. Oh my gosh! We tried to keep up with uh, 
KVD and that guy was screaming all over the place. And yeah. Brandon Paulnick, I think at the time we were trying to, we had a Z7, and oh. it just wasn't wasn't big enough to chase around those 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 pros. Yeah, yeah. they yeah, get was, after uh, it. That was a fun that was a fun week. Uh, there was some really horrible weather yeah. prior to that. We had I remember a coming ice in, storm, ice storm. Yeah, yeah, and we drug uh, we drug two boats, two boats, two trucks, six guys. And uh, we got down there and got to do the same thing. First time. It was closest the Classic had been to home yeah. ever. In a long, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we went around and chased those guys. And I think it came back a couple years later, didn't it? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's cool. We and stayed that's in the, still the closest it's ever been? As far as I know. Yeah, as yeah. far as I know. I can't remember back in the old days if they had anything closer. But not sure. In they the 1900s. About it, you know, they talked about it a long, long time ago, supposedly. About wanting to do something in Smithville. Well, that had to have been pre-fish the, kill and all that stuff. In but. the yeah early eighties. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, we stayed in the same like uh, cabin as like the K State bass team. It was a pretty fun time. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And we went out before the tournament started, and we were fishing one evening, and a buddy of mine hooked into like a six-five on a jerk bait on a Mega Bass Plus One. But it, you know, it's just it was kind of cool to to be down there and fish at the same time they were about to start fishing, and right? Then, yeah, and I think Cliff Pace was back in the back in the muddy stuff, and he won it on a jig or something like that. Yeah, he did win it on a jig, which is you which know is they were different from a lot of people. Yeah, they weren't getting a lot of bites. Yeah. Like he, I remember I've watched the video a million times. He said he would only get uh, five, six, seven bites a day. Yeah, and uh, that's just what we. If came I from. remember. Watching that coverage, they had like the the lake map with all the pros and like different spots, and he was just like way out somewhere else and away from everybody else. Yeah. And he 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 found him. He found yeah. what he needed. Yeah. But we had uh, we had a VRBO right on the right on the water, and uh, day one Takahiro came came cruising down the bank fishing. Yeah. That was really really cool. Having coffee, watching the pro go by your dock, and. Uh, you know, he was very cordial and nice, and uh, that was pretty cool. Yeah. What's – uh, you're talking about Iconelli. What's he been up to lately? Same old stuff. Is he is he MLF or Bass? Like he's, uh, you know, there's been a lot recent, of recent years. I don't know who's jumped to I where. Know, and I stuff don't know like where that. anybody's at It used at to be now. just, you know, the BASS Elite Series and, and then the FLW and BFL and stuff like that. But now it's all – got some new stuff. Yeah, which kind of so many different. Yeah, for listeners not who maybe aren't familiar with the MLF or your particular series, could you go into how your tournament series is ran? You yeah. know, like the ins and outs, because it's a little bit different than maybe what they've seen over the right. years. Right, uh, MLF Major League Fishing uh, has uh, several different levels. Um, they start out with uh, the top level, which I believe is eighty anglers. That's called the Bass Pro Tour. Um, and you qualify and get asked to fish that. Um, the next level is the tackle warehouse tour. Um, you qualify, uh, and earn your way to that. Um, they did change the rules on who they invite this past year. Um, and then you go to the series that I'm fishing. It's called the Toyota series. Um, and when you fish those, there's only three events, um, you have a co-angler with you. Um, mm. The tackle warehouse, you're by yourself. 
the BPT tour, you're by yourself. But at the Toyota Series, you have a co-angler in the boat with you that goes out with you all day. Um, and that is a three-day event. It's actually a guaranteed two-day event, and the top 25 in the Toyota Series go to the third day. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, you get a different co-angler um, every time. I got a story about that later. Um, and then they have uh, the BFL, Bass Fishing League, mm-hmm. which is underneath the Toyota. And that is also a um, boater um, co-angler yeah. uh, format. So, And then they have the high school and college and yep. you know, that. So, did the go ahead? I was gonna say, is, is the MLF stuff that you're doing? Is it is it five fish in the live well, or is it is it different? Yeah, yeah, yep. it's five five fish in the live well, and we don't weigh them. We get to keep them and weigh them in. Um, like yeah, like we don't have to do so it on a on a scale and throw them back. We take them to the scales. Yeah, okay. And then, but is the Bass Pro? Is it the same way? The 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 B whatever you said okay. BPT BPT. Um, yeah. they weigh theirs. Mm-hmm. On the boat? On the boat, yep. and they return them directly to the water. Mm-hmm. The Tackle Warehouse Tour, it's the same format. They weigh them, and they put them right back in the water. And they all have scales that are um, Bluetooth yep. and synchronized, and um, they just it keeps your total weight for the day. And total weight for the day, not five. Right, total. Correct. Well, well, well. No, well, they changed that. Changed that, okay. That's so what it's I your wondering. best five. Your best five. Your best five. The the weigh scale will automatically um, keep your best five. Yeah, it'll call it. So you yeah. Just, yeah, it'll call it out for you automatically on your, on your weigh scale. So <laughs> that's what I need. I don't need guesswork. Man, yeah. What's, the little you put two fish on there <laughs> on the colon beam. Yeah, the, the colon beam. beam. Yeah. You use one of those? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He, okay. He's got to. Because yeah. he, he's, he's got to put five at the in the bag and weigh him up on stage. Yeah. 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 yeah, and ounces can make a difference. Absolutely, hundreds yeah. or thousands of dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. That's wild. But Pretty yeah, cool. this is your second year. Second year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We just had our first event uh, last week, and uh, so that was Grand Lake. Yeah, yeah, Grand Lake. Yeah, tell us how that went. Um, <laughs> I got a chuckle. <laughs> well, don't tell us. <clears throat> we, uh, I think I was on the water for seven days straight from sunup to sundown and i was averaging three to four bites a day really and um i'll be honest with you that so so uh, my good friend anthony scoma aka nino travels with me and we fish buddy stuff around here and he fishes Mm -hmm. the co-angler side um he ended up taking second in that event Oh, good. Um, he was one fish off from winning the boat. From winning um, the boat. Ooh. We were paying attention at the store. Oh, he did so good. And here's the crazy thing. He almost won a boat, and he had one keeper day one, one keeper day two, and two keepers day three. So four fish almost won him a boat. That's how that's how hard the fishing was. Um, wow. We uh, Yeah, the first day we got down there was on a Saturday. We had a nice little bag of 16 pounds, and uh, our hopes were really high. Mm -hmm. And then downhill from there, there were some days I never (laughs) caught a keeper. Jeez. And I went into that event. Uh, It started last Thursday. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't think I could catch a keeper. Um, I kind of changed some stuff around that day, and and I got two really nice keepers, which went a long way. Um... So after day two, I was in like 70th. And then um, day two, I caught a couple more nice keepers. And when I say nice keepers, like a four and then a three-pounder. So those four fish out of 220 uh, anglers um, got me to 51st place. 
and um, I was just one place out of cashing a check. They pay Maybe. 50 places. Really? 50, 50 places. Yeah. Dang. Yeah. Yeah. Last check, uh, 51st place. No, 50th place was uh, $2,000. So um, I well, was I four ounces from shy of that. Last year, that consistency, just getting fish yeah. and just staying, you know. Yeah, and I it went a long ways last year. Right, you know, uh, a fiftieth finish in in this series is okay. It's okay because it's a it's a three tournament series, and um, you know, you know, if you get some top fifties and forties throughout the year, you can you can um, sometimes get in that top twenty five spot to make it to the championship, and that's mm-hmm. that's the whole deal. Is we're right. trying to make it to a championship and fish for two hundred thirty five thousand dollars. Yeah. Like we did last year, yeah. and um, this year the championship is at Table Rock versus mm. last year at Gunnersville, ah. Alabama. So close to home, yeah. you know. Yeah, so that's the exciting part. It's close to home. We need it. We need to get you into that kind of a home lake. Yeah, it's cl- like that. A lot table easier to rock, practice because huh? last year was Gunnersville. Gunnersville, yeah. Was that your first time ever fishing there? First time ever. As soon as as mm. soon as um, after last year. Um, I made the top 25. I ended up eighth in points. Um, and as soon as I knew that I made the top 25, I packed up and headed to Gunnersville because uh, <laughs> I was ready to get after it and practice. Yeah, Awesome. And, uh, yeah, I made two two trips down there prior to the whole week of the tournament. So, wow. Yeah. That's good stuff. You're, you're from uh, – your family's from the Lake Fork. Yeah, that's your well, uh, go-to place. Gra- I got my grandfather and my parents have a. My grandfather's got a house in a lot on the lake, and then my parents bought a lot next to his, and they're building a house right now. So that's oh, wow. that's the place. That's my backstory of bass fishing, Lake Fork. So Lake Fork. I was lucky, and that's probably the only reason I'm here today is because when I was a little kid, I don't know, you know, you know, pre preschooling, you know, we were down there catching bluegill off the dock you know and i remember the christmas trees under the dock and just catching everything you dropped your you dropped your earthworm in the water and you're pulling out a nice you know fat bluegill out of there sunfish whatever and yeah and you're having a heyday and then when i got older i started to realize that this is like the number one bass lake in the country at the time i mean it's still all the way it's still way up there even through all the years and that's when i got i just dialed into bass fishing i did all the online research and you know i was eating all of it up just reading everything in the bass biology and watching all the pros and watching the lure techniques and everything like that and Mm -hmm. then towards my later part of the towards my late teens is when i went down on like spring breaks with some friends and got out on the water and we're fishing bass fishing primarily and not until i was 18 or 19 i went down there and we actually got into some some big fish i remember you know there's some we usually go in the summer and it was fishing 30 you know 30 feet depths and stuff was pretty hard when you're young and learning and stuff and right. we finally got into them with drop shots or carolina rigs and that type of stuff yeah i haven't hooked a double digit though i was close down there i got a 9.75 yeah i have a couple nines and yeah. uh i think i took uh, i took tommy duncan down there one year it was, and we went down in March. It was early, and we, uh, I caught a, what I thought was a giant fish, but it was eight, eight, seven, five. And Tommy was there with me. Yeah, we were freaking out, and I caught it on a medium action crankbait rod, 
on like a deep diving square bill kind of thing. And that thing jumped everywhere, went everywhere under the boat. Un, you know, it was a chaotic uh, fight, and it was it was crazy when we landed it. But wow. my yeah, favorite I'm lake. A two pound is it? it is absolutely my favorite lake <clears throat> in the world. Yeah. Where um, do you you go to the marina, or you stay on the east side, or we uh we stayed on both. Yeah. Um, you know, we stay around the Minnow Bucket area. Yeah, the Minnow Bucket. A, there's yeah. a few few little hotels uh, we stay at. And we fish both sides. Yeah. Um, so my first time at Lake Fork, it was was like '99. My f- mother and father-in-law lived uh, in Dallas. Yeah. So we took my boat over there, me and the father-in-law. Mm-hmm. And uh, the first day I was out there, put a hole in the boat. Oh and, really? Oh yeah. On those uh, one of a million stumps. Yeah. And then the next day is when we got into them. It was the best day I ever had on the water. I think our best five went like forty. Really? Yeah. Um, it was crazy. Um, Caught the biggest fish ever caught, 40. and then, um, and then uh, we started going down the spring with my father and a guy by the name of Jerry McCutcheon mm-hmm. that Steve knows, and um, we started going in the spring, and then COVID hit, so we didn't we were off work, so we started going down like every two weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, and and I think that was nineteen. So we started going down every two weeks. Yeah. And uh, I, I just pulled that this deal up here. Those are all Lake Fork fish. Really? Yeah. And uh, then we started fishing tournaments down there. Oh, yeah. And that was very interesting. Yeah. Because the slot, you can yeah. only keep slot limits. under and over. So. Yeah. So. so it's 16 and 24, right? Yep. So under 16, you can keep. Over 24, you can keep. Which yeah. I'm not, no one really keeps them down there. But, I mean, I, if I'm right, you can't put like a, in that slot limit, you can't even put that in your live well. Right, right or, in the slot you can't even put it in the live well. Yeah, so, so you, you can catch a six pounder, seven pounder in a tournament, but yeah. you can't weigh it in. You got to throw no. it back if it's not twenty four inches. Oh my god! Yeah. So it's pretty, pretty depressing when you hook a big one like that. Yeah. You gotta throw and you it back. can you can catch a ten pounder that's twenty three five. Yeah, absolutely. You can, it can oh be my done. Gosh, mm-hmm. you have to step on them. Yeah. <laughs> Get your tail out there. And they fight. You think of you think a, a say a four or five pounder uh, yeah. up here in Missouri fights. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They're a different strain, a Florida strain, and they yeah. will they'll rip the rod out of your hand. It's yeah. Amazing. Wow, it's crazy. At ten, yeah. I think my, I don't know. I'm pushing five. Yeah. And that was fish. at Table Rock yeah. last year. Oh really? From the bank. Yeah. Oh wow. I just went down to the dock and I was like, oh, I'm gonna, and I was flipping out like a game hog (laughs) you know like three feet of water maybe my biggest just happened to be my biggest fish there was uh on a drop shot in 30 foot of water oh wow and we were talking earlier red methylate trick worm yeah i'm sorry i think that secret's out now down there but there's a lot of red (laughs) methylate colors but uh we just saw them on the graph where yeah we saw them on the graph it was hot july like super hot and muggy and they we they were all stacked up down at thirty foot, and I hooked onto this fish, and I knew it was a big fish, but I, you can't tell on the drop shot rod how big it is because it's just pulling drag everywhere, and it jumped twenty feet on the other side of the boat. Oh wow! <laughs> That's where he actually came up and jumped, and then I had to like run my rod or under the trolling motor as I told him to turn the trolling motor off and ran around the other side of the boat and finally got him in. But wow. that was that was crazy. Wow! Hmm. But. That was that over. It wasn't on Bell Hump, but it was over in that area, if you know where that's at. 
you know, I haven't if, been on Table Rock for years. Well, this is a fork. Oh, fork. Oh, oh, okay. Not on Table Rock. Okay. Yeah. okay. We were talking earlier, that deep fishing, like, I just, I'm a, I'm a see some stumps, yeah. and I'm fishing right there. Like, yeah. the, I, okay. I don't understand the, yeah. you know, 30 feet, or those deep cranks, you know, those big, like, what are the, what is the Strike King like the six XD eight XD eight XD what are they ten XD now yeah oh yeah we brought those down there and I'm like oh my gosh I don't even know what that means yeah well, so fun. I'm a I'm a top water I can see my bait or I'm flipping by stumps yeah which I learned a lot of that like a local tournament that a lot of us do and uh, Greg's been doing this one for gosh forever is the Smithville Thursday night tournaments, living to fish tournaments. Gosh, you've probably been doing that for over five years. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been going on longer than that, but yeah. I just started fishing about five or six years ago. Five, six years ago. Yeah. Well, it's, we know when we know when Greg shows up though to the Thursday night tournaments, he's in the mix. Yeah. Well, it's a good so, lake to, it's a good lake to test you, you know. Yeah, and it's a great lake, right? You're always honing your skill set anyways yeah whether you know techniques and just being on the water and i would say the lake doesn't give it up easy a yeah, good bag you gotta look <laughs> you just gotta be on it all the time you yeah. said fish kill yeah. so you're familiar with smithfield right yeah yeah um yeah it's tough it's you know the reason i think it's tough it's just pressured so much mm-hmm. and um the obvious you know i mean it's so small and you have so many boats that mm-hmm. the obvious is going to get beat up mm-hmm. you know and just for me i just try to find the less obvious yeah and uh yeah and go from there but yeah it's tough but but it yields some big ones i mean it's been 20s over 20 pound sacks i mean you, you'll see probably the first tournament they'll have in april somebody will get an a-rig out and um they'll jack over 20 pounds yep. guarantee so mm. you can find them and that's coming up too, I think their first Sunday tournament for that tournament schedule is. It's actually this weekend at Ozarks. This weekend, Sunday. It's their first. Mm. They do Sundays and Thursday nights. Yeah. And this Sunday is Lake of the Ozarks to start off the year. Yeah. And Tommy, then Tommy and Dave going down to do that. I doubt they do the Sunday one. Really. To start they, the. Year. I thought they used to every once. Like, yeah, I, I don't think know they'll, everyone. They, but, yeah. Yeah. I think they. He used to have it at Stockton. So yeah. I think Tommy and Dave used to come I think down, go down to there. Stockton. Is yeah. then this next Thursday the first one at Smithfield then, or is it a week off? Uh, it's I think it's mid-April. Oh, okay. I've been so busy. You're I haven't waiting even a looked. little bit. But you'll fish those. Every one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Blake and I. You won't miss that. No, I enjoy them. It yeah. gives you something to look forward to every week. Right. Mm-hmm. It's And it's 40 bucks. Yeah. It's 40 bucks, And, um, you know, especially me, getting to spend time with your 22-year-old kid every day, every week yeah. is, is pretty cool. So that's that's why I really enjoy doing them. Yeah, for sure. Um, you, well, so for like you, and, and I remember you telling me this, but like you getting into fishing, I'm guessing is about the same for all of us, like dad, grandpa, you know, it was just the mm-hmm. pond fishing. I think is what you told me. That's kind of how you got into it, too. I mean, that's kind of how we all got into it. Ponds, creeks. And then you just, same thing. That's what you were kind of did with Blake. It was like. Yeah. Yeah, we we all started off in in ponds and creeks and, um, you know, took took Blake and 
taught him how to do a Zebco yeah. and this and that. And then, right. and then once he was old enough, which it was five years old, I got him in his first tournament and uh, out at Blue Springs Lake. And it wasn't very long. It was like a four-hour tournament. And we ended up winning like $40, and we bought ice cream cones and fish food and fed the fish. That and that day. was that was it. Yeah, so he's been hooked ever since. Yep. Now, you fish a lot out in Kansas, though, right, Josh? I fish when I can. When you can, because as we all know, Josh is the duck man. Yep. Oh. So when we can get him on the water, it's usually in a... In a in duck a, boat. In a duck boat. So. See, the problem is, like, I would fish a lot more if I had a boat that was set up properly for right, fishing. Yeah. But I've got a John boat with a 23-horse surface All your drive. Boats are... And I've, I don't even have a bow mount trolling motor on it because I can't <laughs> yeah. figure out how to mount the darn thing. Plywood. Yeah. 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 Plywood. You think so? I, I know so. A friend of mine's a, a, a big duck hunter, and he comes into the store a lot, David Ferguson. He's probably your best customer ever. And uh, David's duck boat, he put a piece of plywood up on the front deck, mounted his trolling motor, and duck boat slash bass boat. that was it, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The problem is there's this little rib along the edge of the deck, Ah. and I can't – I would have to put something under there for that trolling motor to sit right. We need to uh, get that figured out. Actually, I know. Get you a buddy of mine just did that, and he had dealt with the same, same thing. But a quick detached trolling motor bracket got his up just enough to get over the, the edge. There you go. Have you, you seen that? You're going to have afternoon. me spending some money yeah. now. <laughs> start. Yeah, we'll help you out. It's a well, $100 quick detach, <laughs> and what it, what it helps you do is you can take the motor off when you don't need it. And we sell them? Yeah. Might there check you it out. Might there check it out. But then That's I have to saying. get two batteries and buy a yeah. $2,000 trolling motor because I need yeah. one with a remote because I'm steering the boat from the back. So, yeah, yeah. that's yep. all right. It'll probably it. handle the wind a lot better when it's in the front instead yeah. of in the back too because my boat just blows around like a pop can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what motor do you have on it? Mud Buddy 23 horse. Okay. So he comes up. Last year you are driving out there with that loud you know, shallow drive and right up to all the crappie spots. And oh, the, yeah, the dude. The guys are looking at him like he's crazy. And I'm just rolling over tree stumps going, <laughs> and keep going. I love it, man. It's awesome. Yeah. I wish I had like a 35. Yeah. 23 is just not do enough. Do you get into the – do you ever go out like spring crappie when it's on? Because I know like your thing is, hey, I need to be practicing, You know, especially all, doing the tournament trail. All, all my friends, you know – We'll, we'll, when them crappie move to the bank, they're up there. They're like, hey, let's go. And I'm telling you, I can't do it. I apologize. <laughs> let's turn that off. No, you're right. I can hear it sometimes. Yeah. I, I heard it too here. Yeah, oh, you get a phone up. too close to a cord, it starts buzzing. Yeah. You forgot to tell the wife what you were doing. Yeah, I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, you know uh, it's fun. I did it when I was a kid, chased crappie. But uh, when, I, when I'm out there on the lake, I just can't stop thinking about bass. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so I'm just always trying to figure those suckers out. Yeah. So It's interesting because, and we were talking about this earlier, but, like, right for you, it's all about bass. Or, like, we were talking about Minnesota. Like, you can't go up there and get advice on where the bass are. Because mm-hmm. the only thing on – on their minds in Minnesota is walleye. And they, they don't want to tell you where those are either. And they don't they want to tell you where themselves. those are either. So – you're out of luck. You just got to figure it out. We're down here. It's more bass. And we we'll get some guys. Bass and yeah, crappie. Yeah. yeah. And we'll do some casual walleye fishing. Like Dave's dad loves it. Yeah. He's always catching walleye. Yeah, Derek yeah. loves to go down to the yeah. down to Truman and yeah. catch walleye. 
Yeah, it's just so everybody's kind of got their yeah. thing. Um, and so you got uh, this year, you just finished up Grand. Mm-hmm. Um, well, last year, so kind of tell people, so for the Plains Division, for the Toyota Series, though, there's multiple divisions, divisions. and you're the Plains Division. Yeah, it's kind of a Midwest centrally located. Yeah, so last year, where, what were the three you fished? Three um, Lake the Ozarks was the number one, Grand uh-huh. was two, and Truman was three, or you third finished one. up at Truman. Yep, finished up at Truman. That was my best term. I got top ten. And then your top 25, which you said for the... For, for those three division, tournaments. I think they got like six or seven divisions across the United States. They and take you, the top 25. From each one, each and you one. all come together for the championship. For the championship. And, and so... And, and yeah. you made that one last year. And he yeah. made that awesome. one. First yeah. year in, we're rocking and rolling. Yeah. yeah. I got a... I was, we were trying to watch weigh-ins, you know, at the store. Like the one the one event, which it's so cool, and um, it's a great story, too, if you... If you've never seen the guy, but uh, Hunter Bogman, mm-hmm. um, the one event that was amazing, um, unbelievable. Our last the guys, is it no legs? No, he does not have legs. No, and, uh, and he's out there rocking and rolling. He's been bass fishing. Has he been the guy bass fishing for a long time? He oh. even bow hunts. Yeah, yes. yeah. I, I, yeah and not only about, does yeah. he have no legs, and this is no secret. So yeah. You, um, one arm, no hand. Right, and yep. the other one. And the other ones, you know. So it's like, and he's killing it. Mm-hmm. He don't Amazing. mess around when he gets out Amazing there. Amazing story. But Good. just, uh, yeah, the story and the, you know, the fight to just, hey, this is what I love doing, and this isn't going to stop me. You know, you know besides uh, I t- the thing that impressed me most about that tournament, that tournament was at Truman Lake. It was tough. I mean, it was super fall, tough fishing. Bites were hard to come by. What Hunter did, see, we had some locals, well, some locals that were up there in the top, some guides, the guys that actually guide on the lake. Um, they were in the top. But Hunter, what was amazing about what he did is he figured just a tiny little bit of a different thing out to get some bigger bites. And uh, that win to me was was impressive. He, not being from from around here, uh, he figured a little bit more than the local guys, which was was pretty cool, really? you know. Yeah, yeah. That shows some experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and then, were, no, that's using. yeah. It's a great. Uh, and I started following him, and after that, just to kind of keep up, and yeah. you know, you kind of see. So this year, you started at Grand. Uh, Lake second tournament is uh, where at? It'll be at Kentucky Lake. Kentucky Lake. Yep. And Kentucky then, Barkley. And then you're finishing where at? Lake of the Ozarks. Lake of the Ozarks. You'll finish. Mm-hmm. That'll be fall. That'll be end of September. So they mm-hmm. do a split. Your first two are kind of See, seems early. Like, yeah, early, and then you got a big break. And then a big break, which is not terrible when you're fishing like Thursday night tournaments or some other stuff, but. Yeah. You probably just want to keep rolling, I suppose, but well, you know, I mean, I love it. I enjoy it. I could I could do it every day, but uh once you've been on the water that many hours, it's it's good to take a little break. Yeah. So 
You know, I told my vacation. I told my buddies I wasn't going to fish this coming weekend. Mm-hmm. I was over that about by Tuesday, so <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go. But it's like taking yeah. a weekend off of duck hunting. You're like, oh, I'll probably sleep. In he today. probably doesn't no, take I'm a week off. <laughs> I, I do that. And I'm like, do you have those where you're like, oh yeah, yeah. well I'll sleep in. Then it comes to be about ten thirty in the morning. I'm like, I'll go out this afternoon. Yeah, I should <laughs> probably get out. There. I should probably go. Yeah, yeah. I do that like uh, bow hunting. And I love it so much. And you'll have a, you still got that tag in your pocket. Mm-hmm. And I'm not a great morning person. So I'm like, I'm going to take Sunday off. So yeah, I'll sleep in. And then I wake up. And I'm like, I should probably get out there. Yeah. So you get everything ready. At least hunt the evening. You yeah. know? Yeah. You just, if you're ate up with it, you're going. Right. right. So, um, well, a few things I want to get to. But one, just because it's a great story. Um, and you told it to me, but I'd love for you to share it. And it's, I think it's, it was your dad or whatever that was fishing with the lure and it got stuck in the tree. Oh yeah. This is a great story because I just envision like when you envision this story, you're like, okay, that's wild. And I couldn't imagine seeing this happening while I was out on the water. Okay. yeah, so my my father, Phil Prophet, uh, he started me out fishing when I was little, and um, uh, dad's dad's a tournament fisherman, and and uh, the other thing my father I need to tell you about my father is he's very um, frugal, tight maybe I guess uh-huh. is a good word. Yeah. So there's there's a guy he now lives in Clinton. David Ryan, he makes black market black market balsas and yeah. um, the ones that we've had in the we sold store them before. before. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, he yeah. had them had them in the store. Nice, um, nice crankbaits. Yeah, they're they're balsa balsa crankbait. Um, he Dave does uh, some painting as well. I mean, he he he's an amazing, very talented, gifted painter. He can paint lures up, whatever you want. Long story short, um, we kind of heard about these uh, and. Um, my dad would never buy one. You know, um, he's never going to spend. Back then, they were like 50, 50 bucks, bucks yeah. for, for a lure. So I was telling Pat, my, my mom um, asked what she should get my dad for Christmas. And I said, well, I said, um, he'll never buy one. But if, if you want to get him this balsa bait, he would love it. And so she gave me the money. I went over to Levisee, and uh, that's where Dave used to live. And... Uh, bought dad a bait and dad opened it up for christmas and his jaw dropped and it was like you know back then he was probably 50 some years old his jaw dropped he was very excited it looked like his first christmas you know he got got a present you yeah. know that he never thought he'd get and um, we took it out uh took him out that spring uh, went to lake the ozarks uh, he caught a couple nice fish on it pretty early spring um and it was a diet dew um black market balsa i think the medium size and he was excited. And um, the next time, the next weekend, we went out and we fished a tournament at Stockton Lake. And we were going down the bank, and um, it was kind of windy. We were going with the wind. Dad fires that crankbait out, and uh, we just heard a thud, just a thud. Mm-hmm. And we looked at the top of this tree, and there was a knot hole about the size of a, maybe a golf, maybe or like a tennis ball. And that crankbait went in the hole, down in the tree. <laughs> And, and got got stuck so so dad looks at me and uh you know his jaw dropped he's like oh my god what are we gonna do this and that and i go 
well, the only thing we can do right now is cut your line and just have to, you know, try to come get it later. And uh, so that was that was pretty bad. He was pretty sad that day. We go fish the tournament. We go home. He gives me a call that next day, and he goes, hey, Greg, he goes, um, I'm going down to Stockton. I've got the chainsaw. <laughs> I've got ropes. I've <laughs> I've got all kinds of stuff. He did, did he have a, a screw in tree steps? That's what I bought. He wanted oh, yeah, to do yeah, the yeah. chainsaw okay, yeah, 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 and yeah. the ropes oh, and yeah, the pole, right. the, the tree okay. trimmer and yeah. all this. <laughs> and I said, Dad, you're not going down there by yourself. Take a deep breath. I will go down there with you, and we'll figure it out. So I went by Rogers and got the screw-in, you know, climbers. Yeah. And um, <laughs> and we went down there and pulled up to the tree, and I screwed one in, screwed another one in, reached up in the hole, and there it was. And sure enough, got it. <laughs> Sitting there, got, awesome. his, got his bait back. So. But the the I mean, I've lost lures, and you try to get them, and then after a while, I'm like, yeah, I'm done. Now, <laughs> granted, this is a fifty dollar lure. Yeah. Yeah. And but the two things I envisioned, one, if you didn't go help him and that would have been another there, story. And he's got a chainsaw, <laughs> chainsaw and all you see is this dude over there cutting mm. down a tree. Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? My lower's in here. Yeah. <laughs> and then, that'd be fun. I didn't think that's allowed on And then the other one is seeing seeing a dude coming out of a boat climbing up a tree. Climbing up a tree with screw in steps. Yeah. Yeah. But the things we do for, because that happened to me, the, not that bait, but when, uh, I guess it was two years ago now, when me and Brain started doing the Thursday night mm-hmm. tournaments. And I don't know if it was halfway through the season or whatever, but we got all that rain and then Smithville was kind of flooding and he was up into the trees. And so everybody was scrambling to get frogs or buzz baits mm-hmm. or, you know, wanting to, to toss. So right. I'm like, ow. Oh. This looks good, and it was like a spro frog or whatever. Yep. But they're like thirteen bucks yeah. to me. That was like, gosh dang, that's a lot of money. And like my first cast too, just I don't know what I was aiming at, but it was not the water, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it went up into the trees. I'm just I can't get it out. Of course, it went like you know twenty feet back into the tree, so we couldn't get back there. Yeah. Brandon's laughing at me and just snipped it off. <laughs> that bait never hit the water ever. Oh man! <laughs> I think everybody's had that happen before. It's terrible. Brand, brand new bait and you yeah. just oh. Or it's happened on a reel or a rod. I remember getting a brand oh. new reel put on a nice rod and I stepped down right on the bale mm. and just you know I ain't even used it yet. Oh like, well, you know. Or yeah. the old, uh, what's the old uh, videos you see? Bill Dance. Yeah. <laughs> all the, all the, all these funny outtake videos yeah. he's got. Those blooper reels are pretty blooper good. Blooper reels, yeah. But yeah shoot, ten, gr- 11 years ago when I started Rogers, you know, I, I don't, we didn't carry Dave's baits, but we didn't have a lot that was like too expensive. But over the years, like it's crazy how it's changed this. From balsa baits, to I remember when the Bama rig went went big, and then it was like when you bought the whole thing to make a Bama rig, it was a lot of money. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years later, there's Mega Bass, and they're twenty five bucks a pop, thirty bucks right. a pop, and then you're like, wow, these 
these are getting expensive. Yeah, don't don't break a bill on a dock or a rock, right. you know. That's a good segue. That, yeah, let's get into some of those after that things. Yeah, that's uh, but the, that's what you got. The change, the change, and then of the price. I started buying crazy jointed swim baits and stuff. Oh, oh man, or right. these glide baits. You yeah, see? Those glide baits. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, two hundred bucks, one fifty. Yeah. yeah, you can some of these custom like Brandon Smith who used to work with us. He yeah. loves throwing them, and they're like 150, 200 bucks a pop. Yeah. Now you can get some nice ones like at the store where you're not going to break the bank, but you're still spending over thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's still for one bait. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, it's a lot of money, but it's like, like I would equate it to like if you're an avid fisherman, bass fisherman, mm-hmm. or a waterfowler, like. Their realm, like waterfowling, is one of the most expensive mm-hmm. hunting sports to get into because it's not just, I mean, there's ducks, geese, you got decoys, layout blinds. Yeah. If you get a boat, a dog, then you're training it, bumpers and yeah. the shotgun and shells and ammo. And the same with. Yeah, buying expensive glide baits is like only buying TSS for ducks. Right, know? same. <laughs> But then an avid fisherman, you talk about the money you put into it. It's huge. I mean, and if you're getting a boat, and then the upkeep on that, because it's never-ending. Yeah. There's the always graphs. something. in the grass. Electronics. Oh, yeah. And trolling motors and rods, and you're always buying line, because you're just going to always have to buy line. Yeah. You're just always buying line, and more baits, and more. Yeah, and line got crazy, too. I mean, tots, uh, Tatsu. Well, yeah, two of my buddies throw that stuff. Tatsu's I, what is awesome. Tatsu? I heard yeah. it's great. It's like fifty dollars a small spool, or maybe it's higher <laughs> than that. Jeez. The, you but know. you know what they did say? That they said it's lasted them. They're on year number two. Oh, with I, the same. I can spool. believe it. Yeah. So I haven't tried it. I'm just too tight. Yeah. So. <laughs> but. Well, you could be tight in some areas, but then then you yeah. know it's a lot of money to throw around out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then if you're doing the tournament trail, mm. and the driving there, and then lodging. the the lodging, boat and gas, the, the gas. Yeah. You were talking about fishing. It's over five a, days before it's over you even. thousand dollars to practice for those Toyotas for the the week of. Yeah. It's a it's over a grand. Yeah, um, that's you know then all that's your gas. And, yeah, and then and the tournament entry fees are they're seventeen fifty one thousand seven hundred fifty dollars. So, so you go. <laughs> You go into day one and and you're already close to three thousand dollars. You're in the hole before yeah. you start. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and that's why so, we're glad that you love it. If yeah. you don't love it, that's yeah. a bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But hey, I mean, you're doing it more too because you love to fish. Yeah, and you yeah. know, just not in that competitive nature. Yeah, I love to right? compete. Well, and if I've never, if I've never would win anything i really would hang it all up but but you know i win a little bit here and there and it just keeps me in what might change is the um so you got so you had been running a skeeter yeah for a while Uh, so different boat companies do different money things incentives incentives yeah incentives so like a thursday night tournament if you had a skeeter smithville you win. Uh, it's five, an extra five grand. Five thousand. On top. Do they still of, do the what is it Shoreline sticker or the no? What's the what's the fiberglass place up? In? Shoreline. Yeah. Um. I actually fished with the owner last weekend. Yeah. Todd. He's. They uh, used to do 
a, like a sticker or something and got you an extra little cash or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they they kind of they kind of changed that up. On one year they they would give 500. They would yeah. do a random draw, $500 oh, yeah. every 2 or 3 weeks. Yeah. But yeah, there's uh, there's some incentives right. and stuff that you can play into the, the yeah. bass fishing and things. I got you switched up this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did the skeeter. Your... I did the yeah. skeeter for a couple of years. I got uh, I got ten grand one year for having a skeeter. Uh, last year I got ten grand, um, and then um, I changed boats this year. I went with a. It's called a Falcon. It's made hmm. in South Carolina. Um, there's not too many of them around in really? Missouri. They're in our area, but there's a. There's a dealership in Bolivar, Missouri, yeah. right off of 13, called Hobby Time Marine. Hobby Time Marine, and that's they, right. They sell Falcons. Yeah. yeah. This and is fiberglass. Yeah, it's a fiberglass. 21 foot, like the. the I have a 20. 2020. Yeah, model yeah. 205, 2023 model, yeah. and um, it's just a fiberglass bass boat. Yep. So they've only been that's out wild. for about five years. What do you What do you got on the back? Uh, I have a 250 horse Merc. Merc. Yeah. Yep. And uh, actually, it's the. I mean, it is the best riding boat I've ever I've ever owned myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you might think, hey, I got a new boat. I'm trying to promote the uh, Falcon. Does sure nothing for me. They don't give me a dollar. Um, but I can honestly say it's the best riding boat I've ever been in really? in my whole life. Is it? <clears throat> you think it's like the whole or something just about it? Absolutely, it's the whole. Yeah. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, champion boats are yeah. not around no more. Yeah. It's kind of got a little deeper V, and man, that thing cuts. It cuts through the waves yeah. really good. I had an '88 Champion, wild amazing back. boats. Yeah. yeah, old Champion. Yeah. yeah, so it reminds me of a Champion. Yeah, That's yeah. Wild. I love those. I I love seeing them on. I love seeing like early 2000s on the marketplace. I'm like, man, <laughs> they're they're a good looking boat. Oh yeah, always have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Where um, well, bringing it back to what'd you say '88? So that was the boat I had, yeah. Yeah, the boat you had. So if we go back a little bit farther, or around that time, and we were talking about lures and baits and things, mm-hmm. um, as I'm staring here at uh, Steve's dad, which if if you don't know, so Steve Rogers, and then his kids who own Rogers Sporting Goods now, but um, his dad was uh, Jim Rogers, or a lot of people call him big jim mm-hmm. rogers i never got to meet him um yeah but right the stories are out there of of who this cat was yeah. so big um, time in the bass fishing like world. he's in the bass and the tournaments in general like yes, he's kind of I part mean, of all you, that if you come into the store like we've set it up now um until we find a better spot but you can i mean just trophies and all the yeah. the things and not only you know did he get notoriety for, you know, winning these big time fishing uh, championships and things? Is uh, his world champion lures that he made? So Roger Sporting Goods World Championship lures, and which we've got a an old like one here of him on the cover. But we we're flipping through it and looking at all the old. Uh, Spinner baits and the big Jim. See, there you go, the old big Jim crankbait, um, and some of the worms and just all that. And then, so that's kind of how you know Roger Sporting had started. I mean, that was their bread and butter was, right? You know, fishing. And then, um, oh shoot! And they've always been in the fishing market. And I mean, 
So if you come into the store right now, we have more fishing now than we've ever had, ever. ever. Yeah, um, it looks great. We've got so much tackle in there now, multiple brands, companies, all that. One of the things we're bringing back now um, is the Rogers Sporting Goods tackle themselves, their baits, um, which we've got some out here and, and having – uh, Greg here and so we're going to go over some of them a little bit but if you I know some of you listening have seen them and hopefully you've used some of them but if not we've I mean we're really coming in strong with tons of new stuff that that Chandler's helped get back here and uh, um, really get that Rogers you know old world championship lures yep. like back to our you know where it all started. It's and been it's a like fun project full for, circle, right? For two years or two two spring seasons, talking for sure. to Steve and yeah. and hearing the old like we just went into his office earlier because there was an old worm that we asked him about. Yeah, I was he trying goes, to see if he had any. See if he still around. had the still so we could see like, him. And then I asked, you know? he still got the molds? Yeah, he's like, no, like, no, I don't have the molds from. I was like, dang it, forty-five years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But just but, kind of fun note before we jump into that. Uh, yeah. The first on BASS's website, the first recorded tournament for Jim Rogers was sixty-seven. Nineteen sixty-seven. Oh, wow. Yeah, he took tenth place. He won in seventy-eight at a, at a, in New York. In the, in New the, York. The the payout for that was eighty-three hundred bucks. Oh, $8,300. Oh, wow. $8,300 in 78. Big money. Yeah. Back then. Yeah. That's amazing. He's in the uh, Hall of Fame. He fished, yeah. The Fishing Hall of Fame. Um, so, yeah, it's wild. He was kind of there when it all started. He uh, is. Yeah. He's... Uh, 67. He's, he's one of the founding guys that really got the fishing yeah, the bass circuit, fishing. Yeah. bass fishing going was... Yeah. And then now what you see today, but just imagine back then, that's that's yeah. who helped generate a lot of this. So, Yeah, so the past couple of years we released some lures that we just, we knew were like the, you know, we needed to offer like the square bill or the jerk bait and some of these yeah, things. Yeah, we've got some of those sitting out. Yeah. Will you hand me that uh, one right? You yeah. That one? Uh-huh. While you're oh, talking was... about some of the stuff we brought back. Yeah, I mean. And none of these were the exact replica of the old stuff, but there were there were lures we wanted. To, I mean, we wanted to have a lipless crank, and then we wanted to have one that had like a bunch staples. of steel BBs, and we have one with the tungsten, like one knocker. So we mm-hmm. wanted to do that, and we I wanted to get a suspending jerk bait that worked really well and suspended nose down, and the square bill. Let's rattle that one. That one's got multiple. Yeah, there you go. And so we make the 75 and then the 75T, which you'll see. Tungsten, tungsten one knocker. And that's yeah. got the tungsten. There might be one in there. Knocker. But is that intent? Oh, that's a different. That's yeah, a, so another one, which you brought up, Greg's got it there. So that's the intent. Yeah, it's the intent, 62. Intent. Yeah, 62. How deep does this one go? I think it's about 10. 10? Yeah. About 10. So the 62 is the actually the body size. So okay. when you see that in a lot of our lures, they'll say like a inhale 55, 65, 75. Those are the size of the body. The size so, of the body. Yeah. We catch them on that. Like the Urge oh, 110. Oh, that might be in that one. Sorry. That, yeah, the Urge 110 is 110 millimeters, and that's a jerkbait. And that's a pretty staple size oh, for, a, so like, for that, a jerkbait. This is a prototype, but that's the 75. The 75. Inhale. 
and these are the 55s. And the uh, floating. That's, that's Tennessee Shed, I know, because <laughs> I used that color when me and Blake and Brandon were out on the water, and I was tearing them up yeah. with the old Tennessee Shad crankbait out there at Smithville. Yeah. What's the uh, the jerkbait? Yeah. I mean, that's one that every bass fisherman's got in his tackle box. I haven't caught, like, anything on a jerkbait. Well, it's a different <clears> – <throat> what's the technique on that, Greg? What's the – when do you use it? Right um, now. Yeah. Is it right now? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, all winter long and then right now. And e- even even when the water gets over 50, you still oh, yeah. throw that sucker. It's, it a, it's a dying fish. bait fish, so there's a tech, like a cadence. Mm-hmm. You know, you can mess around with your cadence, but, you know, colder water, water you pause longer. You let it sit there as much as you can handle it. Yeah, <laughs> so we bass fishing. Maybe we that's my rush, problem. We yeah. just tend to like, rush it a little bit. It's like yeah. Christmas. So yeah. what do we got? The popper. Yeah, we did, we did bait, a popper. Like we a, did, you know, we did a loon color and frog I'll color. Have to check that black and white. Out. Yeah, and then we did. Uh, uh, I might have to go home with this one. That's about the, right. one of the best looking crankbaits I've ever seen. We, uh, we like that crawfish. That crawfish pattern. Yeah. A little green and a little orange. Yeah, this is the quadruple top water. <laughs> What's the name of that one, Chandler? That's the Ramble 90. Ramble. So, Ramble. Ramble, that's right. I like that loon, that dark yeah. color. So one thing about those is Ramble 90, you know, that's a that's a it's like a white bass kind of lure. It's like a necessarily. walking bait. Like a it's walk- a walking bait, but we have the 120 coming this year, which is more like oh, really? my favorite style for largemouth. A it's a bigger. 120 millimeters. Oh, yeah, okay. it's longer than this guy. Okay. It's a big There's bass a loon walker there. But... uh you know that one's that one's fun, and I bet you on, on lakes and or there's ponds and stuff that one can be pretty deadly for right. sure. Now on the shelf at the store, do, are do you already have these stocked? And I know you have these, but yeah. what about this stuff? Yeah, I yeah. So do. this everything we're looking at here's well everything we're going to show you today for sure is at the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, so and. Uh, yeah, and the hard lures, I know that our soft plastics are like in the first aisle, and then the hard lures kind of move around to right. pass yeah. the spinner baits and yeah. whatever. But All the soft lures we've centralized to one place, so you can kind of see the whole, yeah. <laughs> right. right, everything that we have. Um, most of the hard lures are together, but you'll see some of them spaced yeah. out depending on what they go with. Yeah. Um, and, and you guys did a great job on those spinner baits. Yeah, talk My about how many kinds of spinner baits. <laughs> so beautiful. Josh, he co- he comes in and helps out. He <laughs> yeah. took pictures of the spinner baits, and he had to do every single one. And he to uh, put them on the website. One. He put took a picture of every single oh. variation. I'm talking every weight of body, and then we have like double willow, Colorado willow, Indiana, Indiana, Indiana three Colorado three eighths yeah. half, and then. <laughs> We also have all gold. We have gold, gold and silver, silver and we silver, have all silver. Yeah, great selection. There's like sure. 280 chartreuse, chartreuse lime, white and chartreuse. Wow. I can't remember how many variations it was. And then uh, there was a lot. How did you get stuck with that? <laughs> just just love it on my plate. <laughs> <Plug> <laughs> the draw. He knows how to use a camera and, and Photoshop he's got the Photoshop, Photoshop box and right everything. You got to crop out the the skirt. Okay, right. Yeah, it's, it's funny. But Jigs. We got some jigs. Yeah, we did. Uh, and we did plastics year. last year. No, we did plastics well. last so year and this year. Last year we did like you those know, seven are... inch ribbon tail, ten inch ribbon tail. Okay. Uh, we did a uh, the stem worm, which is kind of like uh, cinco, a cinco. Grub. Uh-huh. Yeah, grub. Yeah, we did a lot yeah. of like main hitters. We did a like a brush dog style. Okay. And, 
you know, and then we did a creature bait. Oh, this guy. So I got a question. Uh, yep. So when I was a kid, so I started going to Rogers like a lot of a lot of my buddies when I was little, you know, eight, nine years old. And back then they had a lot of Rogers lures. Mm-hmm. And then it seems like through the years they didn't. Mm-hmm. They went away from it. And now it's full steam ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? They kind of got to stop making them? Yeah. I mean, so, and I don't know the exact story, but, I mean, a lot of these lures that they, you were seeing were handmade. Or, mm-hmm. like, I mean, I know mm-hmm. his daughters and, and oh, yeah. pouring jig the heads. Whole family. Right. Pouring plastics. Mm-hmm. They had the whole family was into it. You know, right. you know, they were hustling to get these lures out. And then, and I don't know the full story, and then they had a manufacturer working on them for a little bit and then something happened with that and then and then the store i mean obviously got big and you know we were selling all sorts of right there's so many other avenues right now it's just like so you've got your hands in different from decoys to lures to clothing to archery and so that's what you know as you talk about bringing it back full circle like you know steve wants to make sure that that you know I guess legacy, but that mm-hmm. fishing lives on, right? right? So that's kind of the cool thing for this year. And by the po- time this podcast comes out, I don't know if we'll have them, but it'll be they'll be like a week behind because in a couple of weeks we're going to see some lures that were made years and years ago. Okay. Um, I'll say one of them is the hog stick. They're just not here yet. They're not here yet, but they're they're close. Um, mm-hmm. But one of them is a the hog stick, which is a I don't know where they in one of the boxes. Do we have? I thought they were in one of the boxes oh, he had out here. Let me see the... You want to talk about some color selection? <laughs> yeah. But you can just hand that over here. Yeah. I'll, just I'll put, take care of it. Just put that in the Falcon? Yeah, yeah. I'll take care of that. <laughs> well, t- <laughs> no, no. I know how you shop. He goes no. to a... Oh, yeah, that's close enough. Oh, these are awesome. Greg goes to a peg and goes, yeah, I like that color. Yeah, my fishing partner, Anthony Scoma, taught me that. You reach the back and pull the front. That's our rule when yeah. we go by fishing really? stuff. Reach to the back and just pull to the front. There you go. So that's yeah. a hog stick. That's very oh. yeah. It's very close. So it's like it's like that rainbow that we had out, but it's the hog stick is a is a known bait from from Rogers that okay. is a topwater lure, walks the dog. Was it that okay. type of stuff? So we'll see that one back, here. and then uh, I'm trying to remember what else we got coming. There you go. See? Oh yeah. Yeah. Is that the, so, you got the hog stick on the catalog there? Uh huh. Yeah. I don't know if you can. What are the see other names on Hayden, there? But there's one that looks like a wood chopper. <laughs> you see that pretty well, Hayden. We call them awesome. wood choppers. Um, so when I was a kid, I had the Rogers brand Hog Hunter. The Hog Hunter. Yeah. I hog bought hunter the, the Hog Hunter when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. I used to catch the heck out of them on the Hog Hunter. So, so that's like the Hog line, the Hog Hunter, the Hog, the hog Hustler. Oh yeah. And Br- the hog stick. Bring them back. Yep, they're coming. I'm ready. <laughs> hog stick. Old school. Yeah. There's a hog hustler on there. Hog hustler. Yeah. So it looked like. What are the ones on the bottom of that page? The hog hustler just has the back blade. Yep. The hog hunter has the double front, front and back. Front and back, yeah. I had them all. I and had then the these are the. And the hunter. These are the colors, yeah. it looks gotcha. like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ghost. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how you can remember all these baits from yeah. way back in the day? You oh, can sure. remember what was in your tackle probably box. I like that color. I knew you'd like that color. And the scent. Mm-hmm. It's got scent. It? Yeah. It's garlic, I think. Let's talk about this one. Yeah, so quick. this is probably one of my favorite ones that 
we're coming out with. It's it's and it's fun. To, uh, it's fun because it's got a, it's a fun. lot of applications. Yeah. So this is the Terror Crawl. Yeah. And it comes in multiple colors. So like um, the one you Bluegill. have there is uh, what's that? That's the Green Pumpkin Blue Swirl. Green Pumpkin Blue Swirl. We I also make an Okeechobee an too. Okeechobee, which is a big so some people color. I mean, Green pumpkin, blue swirl, Okeechobee, which is very similar, but right. it's just different. The Okeechobee is going to have the flake. Black, blue flake. Yeah. Watermelon red. We got yeah. know, all There's the big, all, all the good the colors. colors. Pumpkin seed. Sh- sh- yeah, show me how you uh, and so, made that versatile. Yeah. This hey, is just hey, by hey, itself. I'll, I'll do watermelon here. Okay. okay. And so as you talk about it, I've got... You got them all right in front of you. Hayden, can you see that? Oh, I do have them all in front of me. That is the Terror Crawl. Yeah. Terror Emphasis, crawl. emphasis on the on the name. Terror. Terror. Yeah. Yeah. Not as in Here's fear. the, uh, <laughs> here you go. Um, there's the one with it already on there. Well, yeah, so, you know, sometimes I've seen, you know, been on bass boats and the cup holders just get filled with plastics, right? And just wherever, you know, but this particular lure, if you throw a Texas rig, you know, peg hook, what you know, peg weight, you know, whatever you like to do, um, you can fix this with pinchers together, pinchers split uh, split apart. You can throw this Texas rig style, and then if it gets worn out, maybe by the, I made this a little bit extra big or fat, so it holds on for a while. But it gets worn out, it gets torn up. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially, you can just tear that butt off, and then this right here is still a usable bait. And this would be this is my perfect, my favorite size for a jig trailer. Jig trailer, yeah. Okay. So like this, this is my net, uh, finesse jig that we came out with this year. And what we're going to do on this, I mean, what I would do, I left the skirt long, but I would trim that skirt, you know, pretty, you know, about down to when the pinchers start. And mm-hmm. I would run that jig just like that. Yeah. And at the same time, right here, if you lose the pinchers, maybe one pincher, you could, you don't have to throw away the bait because you could pull the other pincher off. And now you have this kind of Ned Rig style lure that's got this really, really fun action on top. That's awesome. Yeah, you don't have to move very much, and that's going to give you a lot of action. So as you're fishing this lure, however you want to start with, you could rip it at the, right off the beginning. But if you start fixing fishing at Texas Rig and it gets kind of worn out by the eyelet, you can pull it off, and this could be... Yeah, save them. Yeah, a jig trailer now that you put it in another bag right. or put back in the bag. Instead or if you lose a pincher, you can, you know, you Sorry. potentially can make a make your Ned, Ned yeah. rig bag out of it. So it's kind of got three applications and you right. make that bait last a little bit longer. That's awesome. Yep. While you're on the Ned rig. Oh, yeah. Here's the here's a box of turds. Here's some turds. <laughs> here's some turds in a box. Yeah. That's what those are called. Yeah. The, the ultimate T-U-R-D. Rogers dangler. Yeah, that's what that's we need. The, that's right. the dangler. Ultimate Rogers Dangler, and this thing it looks like. <laughs> I'm just hey, <laughs> you guys, fishing companies and the names they come up yeah. with. But uh, this is like a just a larva-looking mm-hmm. lure that's pretty like a dead stick kind of thing. Um, yeah, we got mush, uh, Ned rig heads, mushroom heads, or whatever you want to call it. Right, those are out this year. And the Ned rig heads coincide with us coming out with that bait because that's new for us as well this year um let's see what else swim baits multiple the thrash swim baits we came out with the thrash too like uh like we had the thrill swim bait yeah and then the thrash was 2.75 inches and then we came out with 3.75 and a 4.75 and a 4.75 and we did that big paddle tail on there 
That one's in like a um, big day. Big day. That's what it is. Yes. Like a white with a little uh, silver flake in there. And we did come out with swim bait heads, correct, yeah. Chandler? And the swim bait heads are, are, are for those particular ones are for Bama rigs. We felt like in the store we didn't have a great offering of Bama rig heads, which are not too heavy, but they have a long shank hook so you can put your favorite swim bait on. So we wanted to do some quarter ounce and stuff with the with a nice, decent sized shank hook on there so you can run on your your Bama rigs. But here's another thing you guys did great was this keeper. Yep, the keeper. Uh, I asked a lot of people about 100%. what keeper they want. And just with the different plastics and the different head styles for these Sometimes this the spring just doesn't work, right? You know, or whatever they have. Sometimes the big fat collar tears up the nose of a swim bait. So, trying to find the right swim bait holder yeah. to hold on to that. Yeah, that's my favorite keeper. And you know, if you don't have one on an Alabama rig, uh, these types of jig heads or, or heads, then then your baits are always coming down all day long on yeah. a hay rig. Mm -hmm. So, so good idea coming up with those uh, for that keeper. Yeah. Let me give you a couple of those, Chandler. Yeah. So we came out with the Torture. At. This is a creature-style bait, and we came out with four or five new colors this year. And the new colors, we did, like, the basic colors when we started this whole thing. So we had the green pumpkin, black and blue flake. Right. You know, there's watermelon. There's probably watermelon red or green pumpkin red. Pumpkin we threw seed. Okeechobee in there. Pumpkin seed was in there. But then after that, now we kind of got – then we did some blended stuff. We have some red and, you know, green pumpkin. We have – like black blue galaxy. I don't even know what the name of that color is, but it's uh, that's what I would call it when the moment I looked at it. We got wow. PB and J and some different grass style colors, but yeah. I mean, a lot of new baits. Yeah, and this particular one's got you know little you know hook shank holder right there to right. kind of keep it in the right position. Helps with when you're running a flipping style hook, that type of stuff. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's awesome. But so in detail, I like that. Right. And then the thing that we actually took out of the Oh yeah, out of the catalog the playbook. <laughs> right? Uh hey. Yeah. This is gold. Yeah. So do we have a digital copy of that? Uh, we need to, I know. We do need to make a copy of that. Yeah. Or make sure we never lose it. So <laughs> or spill Pat's Diet Mountain Dew on there. Um is the little B. Little B. And they that's come from in, that catalog. It's from this catalog. They had the little bees and speedy bees and stuff. That was the um, name of them. Let's see, right there. And so we brought those back. Beetle spins, like, you know, that everybody's yeah. heard of. Um, Three different varieties. Each has yeah. six colors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Big B. Little B. Little B. Yeah. yeah. So they come in a split tail. That's the classic, yeah. Like Six colors and split three weights. Yeah, Steve. Yeah, Steve Rogers wants me to, you know, make sure it's clear that you know when you when you buy these, you get six yes. jig heads, six lures, six spinners, like the whole thing. You get six beetle spins or six little bees, right. In one package, it's not yeah. just one and then some bodies. Yep, they're all six ready to go. So, I mean, the pond fishermen should have a heyday with that. Oh, yeah. The wire harnesses, everything's all together. Yeah. So you have the classic split tail. Six color options and a multi-pack. Yeah, and a multi -pack. we have like and a multi. Yeah, this is every a, color we offer in one like pack. Like a jester style, but like a curly tail yeah. style grub. 
and then, then we the, had the one paddle Greg's tail. Got's like the uh, the paddle tail. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty excited about this pack right here. This is this is new for us as well, What's and that? that's like your uh, the Speedy B jig heads. Oh yeah, pony heads. Pony style heads. Roadrunners. And Road with, runners, with yeah. crappie coming up. Mm-hmm. How, how many are in that pack? Yeah. 25. 25 yeah. of these in one pack. So, um, oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Now I won't feel bad if I lose one. And right. everything <laughs> we're showing you, which Josh has alluded to, and you guys, yeah. multiple colors, options, sizes, and yeah. different. Like Yeah, those have gold. Right. And it's just not like one too. or two colors. Yeah. Um, to go with so so, we, t- so tons of new stuff yeah we got another shipment coming in a couple weeks and we'll see some right new hooks so magnum worm hooks um we got some weighted swim bait hooks we have some non-weighted swim bait hooks so they'll have a hitchhiker on them mm. and then we'll have underspins as well so i've been really like throwing the underspin lately you know with a with a good swim bait on there and then after that we, at the same time we'll get into the new round of hard lures so we're, we're talking about a new crankbait um, small body, deeper diver, even smaller than that, I think a little bit, but just uh, kind one. of a, it's a Midwest profile. I would say, you know, when I go to go down South and fish fork, you know, you throw these big baits, you know, but up here it's a different world. You, mm-hmm. you know, it just, it seems like the smaller bait profile is the better. Right. Um, sorry to give away any secrets, but <laughs> that's what I feel like at least up here. Um, and that might not always be the case, but then. We have we we had a new floating jerk bait we already got in too mm-hmm. so that was one thing Steve Rogers wanted he wanted a floating jerk bait because it's a good spawning yeah. reaction style Excellent. bite you get something in there darting down towards those spawning flats and then rising back up those fish just don't like it are those in yet yeah they're in twelve um, colors of them too and what's that one really? called so the um I was looking it up the other day no I know I put you on the spot but. Um, <laughs> Well, there's so many new ones. Yeah. Like uh, I don't remember because you got the they're, you got the Urge 110. Yeah, but then the box. other one, it's like a 92. Yeah. Is it 90? Is it short? I'd be interested in some of those today. I might have to go to the store and get some of those. Today. <laughs> we don't need to go to the store. We're here at okay, the warehouse. Let's check that out. <laughs> you don't think? What are they called? The floating jerk baits. Oh, okay. I think I didn't really look. Oh, Instinct 105. Instinct. Okay. Okay, I knew so they're 105 millimeters. They're like, you know, just not exactly the full length of a, the okay. Intent 110. But they're kind of a high back a floating jerk. Can we show these to the... Yeah, we can. Oh, yeah. They're For on sure. the website. Oh, okay. So well, these are ready it. to go. Down. Yeah. We have Down. these. We should have them in the store. Yeah. We should, yeah. Everything we're talking about, we're going to make sure we're full for the store because... Get any white ones in there? You're talking is about there, the... Is there French pearl in there, Josh? There might be. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> this and this this, uh, this trach bed over here. I'm just making a pile. Okay, good. <laughs> all right. That's all right. Okay. So the... the And that's... Uh, yeah, be, those will be coming up. I mean, Steve loves that reaction bite, um, that style of fishing. It's fast. You know, it's... But uh, these are high back float and jerk baits. So, that's awesome. so we, we came out... And, the, and it's funny, when I do the colors for these... We 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 have to have the the classic colors to, to take care of that guy. So we have like the silver black back, you know, the gold and black back, and fire tiger maybe. I can't remember. Chartreuse and black clown, you know those. And then we go okay, let's do these newer style like natural or you know pro like blue, algae bone. You know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. right. There's one in here that just looks like a large mouth. 
see if I can find it. Something like that. I heard Steve kind of likes the gold. He loves the, of this one. This yeah. is natural. Yeah, yeah, we can edit that. There's you a take cloud. That out, can't you? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, a natural. There's a clown. Clown. Yeah. Yeah. All sorts of different colors. Well, just keep those up here. <laughs> but the good but. thing about the stuff that's going to be hitting the store, mm-hmm. <clears throat> fingers crossed everything goes okay, because April 15th is our fishing event. Big fishing event. Yeah. So, um, which you'll be, you said that's where you're going to be in Kentucky, right? Yeah, we're going to leave the night Lake, prior so. for that eight hour drive. <clears throat> Jeez. Yeah. I, tr- I tried getting him up there, you know. Yeah, that's but, all right. Um, I'd rather him be out on the water. Yeah, you only got three of those big to, ones, right? Yeah, you got to show up for him. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but April 15th um, is the Roger Sporting Goods Fishing Frenzy for 2023. So, We've taken a few years off, obviously, with COVID, and you've got all this other stuff going on. And um, with us coming out, you know, like crazy with all these new lures and baits and really bringing everything back, we wanted to make sure we had a nice, fun kickoff to the spring. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have an ad come out on the 11th um, for the store. Um, so you can shop all week, and then the culmination of it will be that Saturday, yep. April 15th. Um, we're going to have barbecue and contests and giveaways and sales and all this stuff we're talking about here. Um, is the, is the, long, is the longest cast contest, is that bait casting only? Or are you gonna bait cast. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. So we'll have a bait cast, long cast competition. I thought those were fun. And we talked about it earlier. The guy that won it last time, um, it was mid seventies. Oh really? Know, somewhere around yards. there, mid seventy yeah. some years. Depends what you set it up with. Obviously, we can really make it. You know, so you can crank it out there. I think who's, Chandler. Who, spon- who sponsored the that? That was. Is it, was like anybody jumped on the sponsor on that? We've got a sponsor for it. Who's it? Um, was it the so Rod it's Company? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can say it. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Fitzgerald Rods. Okay. Um, will be sponsoring. The bait cast competition. Yeah. Um, now we might do divisions, and so um, maybe we can get a some other. Division, yeah. I think we might players. do a youth. You know. Yeah. Women's division, men's division, or whatever division you want to be in. But anyways, that way we can give more stuff away. Yeah. That's really why we're doing it. If you split it up, you can give more free stuff away. Right. And that's what we want to do. So because yeah. we have some other giveaways too that we're going to give away. So like, but I know for sure Fitzgerald. Rods is doing something, so yeah. um, we're giving away a Fitzgerald uh, bait cast rod. Yep. Um, whoever it's we free, figure it's out. free entry. We gotta see who's who's real. We're gonna put on that. Yeah, I just we need to set up a Could, few rods at the store. Maybe see if Dave will so let all one of his custom ones come out with with all the yeah Japanese bearings and whatnot. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then we're gonna do some uh, like cornhole flipping. You know. Um, cornhole board set yeah, you up said, so you can come out and kind of test. Yeah, instead you of know, game of just, game of horse, it's a game of fish. We're gonna play a game of fish. Right, right. Yeah. You can play against someone. This is all free entry. Like I said, we're gonna have a Bubba's World Championship Barbecue yep. that day, eleven thirty to one. Uh, we'll be open nine to six. We're all gonna be telling fish tales, telling fish tales. <laughs> you know, it was that big. Yeah, and uh, in sales and just having fun, right? Um, or at least come up for lunch yeah. and, and, you know, 
play outside and bring the kids and yeah, it'll be it'll be super fun. But we want to kick off spring and and part of that fishing ad will have a, a turkey ad attached to it. Yeah, we got a page in there for those for those individuals because that's next two Monday. days after. So yeah. we uh, yeah, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, hopefully we'll get we'll get everybody up there and uh, have some fun with it, but. While we're well, on, and then on Saturday we'll have to be trying to keep up with the tournament in Kentucky. Are you, are you Lake. practicing that Saturday? Or are you fishing? Practicing? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna drive down Friday. So uh, theoretically, you could come to the store. <laughs> I got caught. Yeah, yeah, I could. No, no, no. I get it. There's yeah. some other tournaments going on too. I talked yeah. to some other guys. Like everybody I've talked to, I got some. You yeah. know. Because no. the tournament fishermen in the like spring, man. everything yeah. right now. Yeah, they're, that's what they're they're going to be out there, right? But yeah. it'll be a good time. I'll be so. there in spirit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We'll pull out a victory for us. Yeah, I'll try. That'll be victory cool. Saturday. Oh well, I guess you'll be practicing. But I'll then, be practicing. Yeah, but, I don't fish till that Thursday. But. And then you'll start that Thursday yeah. that week, yeah. leading up to it. Yeah, you got to put in the time though. Yeah. Practice that craft. So, um. So those are your next two. You got Kentucky, and then obviously you'll be on the the tournaments for Living to Fish. Yep. And then you'll you'll culminate it in the fall, early fall for Ozarks. Uh, Ozarks, and then if all three go well, mm-hmm. and uh, or at least the next two, mm-hmm. um, maybe, maybe then, Table then Rock. You, maybe maybe Table Rock. That's the goal yep. is to get you in there. Um, and we'll do some other events down the road. So if anybody listening and they want to come up, and we'll try to get Greg to the store so we can do some I'd love consumer one on ones. You know, if people want to pick your brain about, oh, I can talk uh, fishing all day long. Right. So. so I mean, I always have questions like when I started doing the tournaments, and just there's so much to learn. Right. Yeah. Just doing the Thursday nights that one year, yeah. and how much I learned of practicing and. Yep. I learned right. after the so. fact of this last tournament what I should have been doing. It's crazy you know, yeah, on the much drive you... home and talking to sure my buddy that was you know with who, guys, the who, co-angler who yeah was, who got into him. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. I talked to him. And he's like, "This is what they're doing." I'm like, oh, can't believe I didn't do that. You yeah. know, and so you're always learning. You're always learning. Before we rock and roll, where was your? Uh, I don't know if you were gonna tell the story, but your co-angler from last year at Gunnersville. Where was he from? Is that the uh, one Nambia, from? Nambia, South Africa. Nambia, South oh, Africa. Really? Yeah, they have a... Uh, Did yeah, he dur- win dur- the international... He, he won International Co-Angler of the Year. Yeah. And uh, he did that... Uh, I guess I guess I helped him out with that. Day two, I drew him day two, and... And he had a nice sack of fish. He almost mm-hmm. had a limit. He had he had one on the boat that came off. But him sealing the deal, uh, co-angler of the year for the international folks. Uh, that that's how he did it through the through the fish off. So that's wild. Yeah, he did. He did a great job. What do they got down in South Africa? <laughs> Peacock bass. I mean, are they. He said not know. very much. Really, he said <laughs> limited water. Yeah. And the funniest thing about this dude was. We, we were fishing this little spot, and we came around the corner, and he freaks out and said, oh, my, can I take a picture? You have to ask 
during those tournaments if you can take photos or not. And I was like, sure, that's fine. There was a log with about 10 turtles on it. <laughs> and he had never <laughs> seen a turtle in his life other than a book <laughs> or a video. So he is snapping pictures of, of these turtles. And um, he said, you know what? It wouldn't be no different if, if I was over there yeah, and yeah. come around the corner and seen giraffes because they have giraffes come up to their lakes and yeah. take drinks and this and that. Oh, but, yeah, he's pretty fired up about those turtles. Turtle. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. If I if I saw a draft drinking on the side of a lake, I'd be like, "That's I cool." Get my Take camera a picture. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's 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 pretty neat. Yeah, I'm gonna meet all sorts of people with yeah. co anglers switching all the yeah. time. So yeah, man. You know what? That's that's one thing I do have to say about the circuit is, um, I mean this this past weekend, uh, one guy was from Illinois, one guy was from Indiana. Um, I fish with te- I've become friends with some of the boaters and non-boaters from Texas, Alabama, you know, so so one of the good parts about this is you get new relationships all over the country. So Yeah. You know, so I've really enjoyed that. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, hopefully uh everything goes well this season and uh obviously all of us at the store are always reading for you. So I appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate it. And then uh, make sure everybody marks those calendars for April 15th um, to come out to our fishing frenzy. Fill your bellies, 11.30 to 1, and then shop the rest of the day and maybe win some prizes. So um, it should be a good time, and I appreciate you coming on. Um, well, thanks for having as me. As always, fun to talk to. I'm and, ready to go uh, fishing. Yeah. Yep, I'm ready. Now I'm going to go home and sort my tackle. It's yeah. Sonya's favorite <laughs> evening tradition. Pat's <laughs> out in the driveway sorting tackle. I bet. So, oh, yeah. again, appreciate it, and uh, good luck this year. Thank you very much. All yeah. right, we'll see you guys.